By what name are you known? There are some who call me... Tim? Good morning, af- afternoon, when, whenever it is that you listen to your podcast. My name is Zach. I am from The Neatcast, where we talk about offbeat news, sometimes some sports and spoopy stuff as well. But you're not here for me. No, you are here for the man, the myth, the legend himself, Tim McCarthy, 20 Tim Minutes. With a pod yet. Episode 67, I think. I, I wrote it down as 66, but it's definitely 67. Welcome to 2010 Minutes, a podcast that focuses on mental health through humor, insight, and personal stories. I am your host, Tim McCarthy. What's happening? What a potty at. Uh, thanks to Zach with the Neat Cast Podcast. Neat Cast Podcast, that's fun to say, uh, for that introduction. Their podcast, three fellas and the occasional guest going in offbeat news, sports, and weird tales from around the world. No sacred cows and way too many jokes await you in every episode. If you learn anything along the way, then that's your fault. Enjoy. Go check them out. Another great voice in the podcast game by Zach. Uh, New Hampshire guy, New England guy. Good guy, local guy. I've been saying that a lot. Good guy, local guy. Good guy, local guy, podcast guy. Um, 1-800-273-8255, the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. Or if you want to text for some help, crisis text line, text home to 741741 in the North Americas. Um, and then don't forget, you can buy some 2010 Minutes merch at 2010minutes.com. You can download my app in the Apple Store and the Android Store. Um, and then you can also shoot me a text at 781-523-9333. What's going on, everybody? Hope everyone's uh, having a happening time listening to this. I am back in the booth. Um, I like telling you guys like when I'm recording, and this is like 2 a.m. on Tuesday morning. So uh, hopefully you're not up that late like I am. I just stay up until midnight so I can do my wordle of the day. I've been wordling my balls off and it's been real helpful. Good announcement. Uh, interviews are coming back. They are starting this Thursday. Uh, I got them. Uh, I got a few lined up. Still going to edit them. My first one back is going to be Sarah Schley. Uh, she is the founder of a consulting business and has worked with hundreds of renowned companies worldwide. She also has bipolar two brain, which is right up my alley. Um, fearing from the stigma, she kept it secret for decades and she's telling her story now in her memoir called Brainstorm from Broken to Blessed on the Bipolar Spectrum. Sarah tells her life-changing story to help end the bipolar stigma, optimize brain health and save lives. Sarah is a very educated woman. We had a lot of fun. She's originally from Massachusetts, so we had a lot of fun dealing with that, but she's very smart, wrote a book. I wish I could write a book. Like I can, people be like, oh, you could write a book. Um, I also feel like anyone that writes a book, it's always on like the Oprah's bestseller. It's always a New York's bestseller. I feel like no one, I just don't get that. I don't understand how that works. Every book I see that goes out. So I'm going to say congrats to her for the Oprah sticker or whatever they do. Um, but that was good. That was a good one. I like talking to other people with bipolar because it's very interesting to have their side of the story. And then like the similarities to go back and forth because everyone's different. And I'm going to get into that a little bit later with mental illness and uh, mental health, how they're a little bit different. But um, yeah, that was a really good interview. And I think you guys really like it. Um, So yeah, every Thursday moving forward, I got a pretty good guest locked up down the road. Um, I have cancer dad. 
um, Jason Pickle, who I had introduced the last week's episode, um, dealing with children with cancer. So that's going to be uh, a good interview to have uh, so lined up. I have a couple other ones too. Um, so yeah, lately, um, I'm still having issues. I'm going to talk about my therapy appointment uh, that I just had uh, yesterday or this morning, whatever it is. I did, it didn't go well. Um, I know I've been pretty open about my new therapist and how I'm upset I lost my old therapist and I'm giving this new one the benefit of the doubt, um, but it's just not working. Obviously, I have a lot going on in my life. Um, I briefly touched on it episodes ago that I am going through a separation uh, with my wife, which is uh, not that fun. Um, it's amicable. I still love her. She's still my best friend, but that's what's going on. And it's not easy to deal with, even though uh, it's going good, if that's even realistic. Going good. Um, so I've been mentally drained, and I'm trying to get better, and I'm trying not to be like a shitty person and like... Bipolar people like have these like negative thoughts and like negative ways about them. And I want to change that. So I pretty much like said that last week and this week with my therapist, like I need help and I know what's wrong with me, but I don't know how to change that. And I got a lot of like standard issue replies that like you would hear in like a movie theater. Like when you watch a movie, if like two actors were doing a therapist appointment, um, like I know all the basic stuff. It's like you got to breathe. You got to eat healthy. You got to drink water. I get all that. What I'm trying to figure out is how am I going to stop being the person I don't want to be? And I think she has a lot of difficulty with it. I don't know if she's new or I'm just that complex. I want to say she's pretty new, but I just, the ideas that she was giving me, I just wasn't having it. And I always had a yeah, but you know what I mean? Like I'll be like, yeah, but and I always thought maybe like what she was saying in her head that it'll work and click. But I've been down that road and she thought it could have came from like a childhood trauma or something. And I was just like, no, I'm not doing this. I'm not telling you my whole story all over again. I've already done that. I know where I'm at. I'm doing good. I need to just have some help. And I don't know if she can help me in that way because it's talk therapy. And I'm looking into the whole DBT thing. But yeah, we started off the the therapy with, uh, she was like, Oh, I was thinking all about our last meeting. I was like, Oh, sweet. Like I'm going to hopefully get some, uh, like recommendations on what to do. And she was like, yeah, I was thinking about like, um, like how you are a good guy. Do you, did you think about that? If, if you're a good person and I'm like, that's the last thing I'm thinking about right now. If I'm a good person or not, I will tell you that I'm not, people will tell you that I am. But again, that is not what I'm worried about right now. I have a lot of other things that I'm trying to figure out. And I just wasn't like, I get like, it's been a couple of weeks. Um, no, it's been like a month or so. And she's very nice. She's really, really sweet. She listens, but this is what it is with therapy. It's like you find a therapist and you might not click with them. So I'm going to start looking for other methods or other therapists or, or what. And it's like, I'm already like drained by it. Like I know I've told people this before. If you're looking for a therapist, it is so hard. And it sucks because like I had such a great one and she moved on. I like want to email her and be like, look what you did. Um, but yeah, I just straight up hung up on her today. It was a Zoom meeting and I just went on like a tear right after the uh, the comment about like maybe something from my childhood. And I feel like I'm like, I should be in a straight jacket on the bed. I'm like, why is that being brought up right now? I had a pretty good childhood. I know what sucked in my childhood. I know what it like. I've already done all that. 
and I, again, I appreciate her effort, but I like, where was the, like the handoff from my old therapist to my new therapist? Like I get to like rewatch the, and tell the story all in like one sitting. So that's what gets exhausting. So I think now if I can find someone new, I can like start off from the beginning and be okay with it. I think I went into it thinking like, oh, she's going to know so much and she didn't. And it's very frustrating. And I know she knows about the podcast. So if she's listening to this, I'm sorry. But yeah, I think I'm going to try to find a different route for help. So I had an interview with somebody about DBT. And I know I've talked about that before. And I'm still learning about it. If you look back at an old episode I did with an interview with Sadie Sutton of the She Persisted podcast, she was big into that. And what DBT is, it's a dialectal, dialectical behavioral therapy, DBT. It's a type of cognitive behavioral therapy. Cognitive behavioral therapy tries to identify and change negative thinking pattern and pushes your positive behavioral changes. DBT may be used to treat suicidal and other self-destructive behaviors. That is what I need, I believe. I'm not saying that I know that, but it's definitely worth a shot. Being bipolar is, is exhausting. I've been having a lot of mood swings lately, and I feel like I have to apologize 24 hours later, and I don't want to do that anymore. Like I... I, I generally feel like I'm a shitty person and, and it's not like I'm doing anything terrible. It's just like, I, I wish I could be better and I want to be better and I'm trying to be better. And I go to therapy, I take my medications and it's still not working. And then I know like the whole like separation that I'm going through isn't helping. And I'm trying to stay positive. I, I have been pr- positive. I have a lot of things I, I'm looking forward to. I have a lot of new people in my life and it's just, I don't know. It's tough. It's so fucking tough, man. And uh, yeah, I'm just going to keep you updated on this my therapy journey. Tim's therapy, 10-minute, uh, 20-minute time. Um, but yeah, I felt I felt bad. But I when I get into like a spiral moment, I, I have to like remove myself from the situation if I'm getting mad. So with that, I went on like a tangent. And I don't even remember what I said. And I just go, okay, I need to end this now. I'm sorry. I'll talk to you later and just shut shut down my Zoom. And again, she's a nice lady and I feel like kind of bad, but I don't because I don't want to waste my time. I would have rather uh, canceled and got uh, a late fee or whatever they call it for canceling than, than deal with that. So the DBT thing I want to uh, get into and I'm hopefully have a couple connections. Actually through the podcast, I had somebody on recently for an interview that you'll get weeks from now about DBT and how she deals with it and has her own practice. So I was like, hey, uh, off air, can you help me? And she pretty much, I told her my story and like my personal information about it. She was like, yeah, you could definitely, definitely use that. So it'd be interesting. So we're going to transition to Tim in DBT probably in the next month or so. So if you listen to this, uh, hold on to your seats. We talked about this, we as in me talked about this before. I always feel weird with this podcast. I don't know how a podcast works and I appreciate the people that actually listen like when I talk about stuff from like episode six or something and I bring it up now, like in my head, I already talked about it and I think like everyone already listened to it, but you didn't. So that's going to happen. I don't know, like that episode of the uh, podcast garage I was on where they can't, they like gave me an audit on my podcast, really opened up a lot of, uh, a lot of, like my eyes on it. So I do want to get better with that. I know my social media game has been just trash. Um, my motivation, but I am getting better. I have, uh, Something kind of big, hopefully coming up soon for my life, which would be epic. 
Um, I can't really talk about it and I, I don't want to have my hopes up, but I, I have like, I'm like determined that this is going to happen. And like when I visualize things, it, it happens. It's like PMA, positive mental attitude. And I feel like I do have a good shot at this and I hate being so vague, but in the long run, if it happens, it will happen. So, um, I want to talk about the difference, uh, between mental health, mental illness, mental disorder, like what constitute what constitutes as a mental health problem to you, the listener? What does that mean? Mental health, mental illness, mental disorder. Like, are they all the same to you? What do they mean to you? Mental health and mental illness aren't the same. So there's poor mental health and then there's mental illness. So those two are totally different. Although the terms are often used interchangeably, poor mental health and mental health illness aren't the same. A person can experience poor mental health and not be diagnosed with a mental illness. Likewise, a person diagnosed with a mental illness can experience periods of physical, mental, and social well-being. Um, when we talk about mental health, we're talking about the mental well-being, our emotions, our thoughts and feelings, our ability to solve problems and overcome difficulties, and to understand the world around us. A mental illness is an illness that affects the way people think, feel, behave, or interact with others. There are different mental illnesses and they have different symptoms and impact people in different ways just like me like I have a mental illness that I battle and some days I have good mental health and I kind of put it on the back burner because of my meds but I always people I think the the whole thing with the stigma behind all this is trying to educate people and even if someone says like they say it wrong or like they're like oh my mental health is is bad or whatever or, or misconstrue both of those it's like doesn't bother me none it's like if you want to get help you get help and the good analogy is like being sick. So for example, it's like if someone has the flu, we wouldn't say they're currently physically healthy. Instead, we might say that they're sick. Similarly, similarly, I can't say that word too. Similar, people can have a temporary bout of mental illness like depression after a divorce. <laughs> so yeah, I think that's where I fall in. Uh, so yeah, just as someone who feels unwell may not have a serious illness, people may have poor mental health without a mental illness. We all have days where we feel a bit down or stressed or overwhelmed by something that's happening in our lives. An important part of good mental health is the ability to look at problems or concerns realistically. And sometimes I don't do that, and I need to. Good mental health isn't about feeling happy and confident 100% of the time, which I think people get that mixed up. Um, I wish that was it. Um, and, and confident 100% of the time, ignoring any problems. Like That's not good mental health. It's about living and coping well despite problems, just as it's possible to have poor mental health but no mental illness. It's entirely possible to have a good mental health even with a diagnosis of mental illness. I have mental illness and I sometimes have good mental health. Like right now, I have good mental health. I got my PMA even though there's like fucking a shit storm and behind the cat closet door. Like you don't know what goes on outside of the cat closet. Um, yeah, so... That's because mental illnesses, like other health problems, are often uh, episodes uh, or ill health or times are better or good health. So I've been battling mental health <laughs> with my mental illness. I always want good mental health. I want everyone to have good mental health. And that's why we have these conversations to get a little better. Um, and, that, and that's what I'm just trying to work on and help other people with. And I wish I can just like fast forward and see like what's going on down the road for me. And I'm nervous. I'm fucking scared. Like, 
I used to be like super nervous about like the future and like all that. And I used to be like anxiety ridden. I'm not really anxiety ridden to the point where like it affects me every day. But when I do think about the future, I'm fucking scared. Like, I don't know, like between like the therapy going through this separation, um, just my mental health illness, trying to fucking juggle that my job, um, just a lot of stress is going on and it's all, I feel like, I'm in that part where people say it's going to get worse before it gets better. Well, I think it's still getting worse and I don't know when it's going to get better, but I'm very hopeful and it's got to come at some point, right? Right? I think I'm due, baby. I'm due. I think I'm long overdue, to be honest with you. I, God damn it. But yeah, I mean, that therapy session, I was just so like, I went into it thinking, I was like, this is not going to go well. This is not going to go well. And then at the beginning, she was like, oh, I was thinking about our last session. I'm like, oh, here we go. I'm going to get some answers. And no, she was just asking me if I thought about myself as a good person. And I'm like, really? Really? This whole shit sandwich I'm bringing and you're asking if I'm a good person? <sighs> I was just, I hate being rude to people. And I could see my reflection on Zoom and I just looked miserable. And I wish I could have like screenshot it and shown you, but I was just like so checked out. And I had to have her repeat stuff because I was just so aggravated. And I hung up because I didn't want to spiral in front of her, which she probably should have seen because she's my therapist. But I, yeah, I think, I don't know, I'm definitely going to change or call somebody. I, I, like, I'm already, like, that's what I'm not looking forward to is making all these calls and having conversations and having to deal with my insurance. And I can't juggle two things or I can't do DBT. And I'm like, I don't like, this is the stuff that like keeps me up at night. The other night I was sleeping and I thought about like pensions and I woke up and I was like, oh, let me Google about pensions. I don't know why. I'm a weird cat. I do have some things I'm looking forward to. Like I said earlier, going to 90s con, which is like a 90s convention. It's like the first year and the, they have like people from like Full House, Family Matters, Boy Meets World. there, like doing autograph signings and stuff. So me, my buddy Ricky, and then like my mom, sister, brother and sister-in-law are all coming too and it's gonna be fucking awesome so i'm looking for like i'm trying to look for a good outfit to wear so i'm looking for like starter jackets or like just like 90 stuff and i wish i kept it like i want to wear some bum equipment remember bum bum equipment if you don't know bum equipment you're too young or maybe you're too old maybe it was wasn't around then but yeah me and ricky bought the professional photo to get done with the family matters family and then we both individually bought photos to get with topanga i think i'm gonna bring a baseball and have all my crushes sign it, like DJ from Full House, uh, Laura from Family Matters, Topanga, just a crush ball, and I'm gonna get that signed. I'm gonna, I'm, I can't wait to weird all these people out, and I can't wait to see them in the flesh because it's gonna be hysterical. But yeah, I'm very look, very much looking forward to not 90s con. Um, and uh, you know me, I'm gonna report back. I'll be posting photos on my Instagram, Twitter, you know, um, which you can find me at 2010 Minutes across the board. Um, but I thank you guys for checking in with me again. Um, I think my life is getting interesting, at least for the podcast sake. Um, and it's, it's weird too, because like, I'll talk about my life openly with friends that the friends I have left and the people at work and they're like, man, your fucking life should be a movie. I'm like, yeah, it would be. I don't know what it would be, but it would be sad a lot. It would be a dramedy, I think. I don't know who would play me. I think a lot of people tell me I look like Jesse Pinkham and I've never seen anything with him in it. I didn't watch Breaking Bad. I think he was in Westworld. I also think he was on The Price is Right at one point. I don't know much about him. Is he good looking? Someone let me know.
My music suggestion is Cornelius Brothers and Sister Rose, Treat Her Like a Lady. You probably heard that song in Anchorman. It's so good. I like this old Motown shit. Motown doesn't get enough respect. Um, if you don't know Motown, go um, on Spotify and just type in Motown playlist and you'll, you'll get there. And then my TV suggestion is going to be Archer. If you haven't watched Archer, go on Hulu and watch it. I used to watch it pretty pretty well, like up until like probably like season six. I don't know why I stopped. That show is fucking hilarious. So if you need a new TV show to binge watch, check out Archer. You guys just tune into another episode of 2010 Minutes, episode 67. I thank you guys so much. Please be sure to check me out at 2010minutes.com. Thank you to the Neat Cast Podcast, my man Zach Deuce, uh, for that introduction. I love you. And you know what, guys? I love you. Have a good one. And we are... This podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. If you are feeling suicidal, please dial 911.